Yes. Yes. So this is how we'll open but it up. Ass died five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm innocent. <laughs> Go, <laughs> sir. We've talked about this. Okay, I I would recommend uh, you guys go watch on YouTube. Um, what is it known as? It's uh, Beyond it, Believability. Beyond Believability. That's what it's called. With but, Ryan, with Ryan Murphy. Yeah, it's uh, it's based off Beyond Belief, the TV show, the one with um. Why am I blanking on his name? Jonathan Frakes. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. I, I, I just wanted to say Riker. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I, I'm like, what's the it's, actor's it's just name? Riker. It's, it's Riker. It's just Riker. Yeah. Like, it's literally just Riker. He has played no other character except Riker. <laughs> I mean, that's not true, but um, let's not forget he was also in the Master of the Skies. Yeah, and he he played that one character, uh, Riker. Yes. <laughs> the only disappointing part is that we never get to see him straddle a chair well i mean there's a lot of disappointing parts in the master of disguise but it's the fact we never (laughs) see him straddle a chair that's the big one i know we've likely talked about this before master of disguise still has my favorite bit of film trivia of all time yeah what's that the the 9-11 thing yeah I'll let you tell it. Uh, so the most infamous, you know, scene from Master of Disguise being the Turtle Club scene mm-hmm. uh, was filmed uh, during September 11th, 2001. Oh, geez. Oh, shit. So you have to imagine that there was a moment where there was, you know, uh, the director, like, gathered up the cast and informed them of what happened. And there was a moment of silence while Dana Carvey was standing there dressed like a fucking turtle man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. You you will never unknow that fact. <laughs> it's true. The next, you know, 150 times you watched Master of Disguise starring Dana Carvey. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what this movie is. Oh, it's honest. so bad. So <laughs> I, I saw this in theaters and Here's the funny part. I know why I went to go see it in theaters is because I grew up watching Wayne's World. I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen anything with Dana Carvey in a while. He was funny in Wayne's World. I should see this. Mm -hmm. I was so disappointed. Um, It is one of the worst movies you'll ever see if you ever decide to see it. I think my family rented it and that's how I saw it. Also, the opposite end of that, I now cannot, uh, if I am ever exposed to like touching tribute footage of uh, what happened on 9-11. Uh, just my brain that. will immediately jump to, am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? Oh. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you, Dana Carvey. Uh, thank you. How do I how do I recover from this? Cinematic masterpiece, Master of Disguise. Are we gonna, why don't you introduce what we're going to be reading, David? Oh, is it is that? Oh. Well, I don't know. I don't know how Welcome. to feel about what we're doing. Welcome to Undercooked Analysis, though. That's the show where we do the thing, which is read the stuff that you send us. I am David King, your host. I went Shatner for a second there. I'm not sure why. <laughs> There's a bunch of us here today, tonight. Uh, we got Kayla. Hi. We got Alan. Hey-o. We got Sade. You have become quite the magical girl. <laughs> oh. oh my! Oh God, no. no! And uh, and we got Ravel. Hello. Last second. At yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you could. I'm glad you could jump in for this. Basically, I without we haven't given too much away. People who listen to the dregs. Uh, well, you're asking. You're asking for a transition. Uh, speaking of one of the greatest tragedies on American soil, we're going to be reading fan fiction. Today. <laughs> <laughs> hey man there's some great fan fiction out there that's better than some of the stuff that gets published it so. is true i actually um recently reread a fan fiction that i have not read since i was 17 years old um because it's part of my reading challenge that i'm doing and it was good i mean it, it's still it's definitely a fan fiction but um it's still really well written and i was like uh, and luckily, it's a complete work too, so it wasn't like a "What happens next?" But what happens next? 
Um, also, was- yeah, I read fan fiction. I'll, I'll walk. I'll walk back my joke slightly. <laughs> no, that's fair. We, I think we've all read fan fiction. At a certain <laughs> I've point. written fan fiction. I have also mm-hmm. written fan fiction. David and I, we technically just, without knowing it, we were technically we were in the same fan fiction circle before we ever. Oh my met. god! This is true. As- as so, far as far as anyone who's only recently started listening to the podcast knows, I've never written any fan fiction before ever. I think <laughs> I think that's a lie. None. I, I, I yep. I'm gonna none say fan you fiction. Have. None fan fiction mm. you can find. I 100 percent believe <laughs> Alan that he has never written any fan fiction, especially mm. not about Bionicle. Yep, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's no, Bionicle? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never find it. Uh, <laughs> uh, David... here's, here's how I know you'll never find it. I've tried to find it and I can't. <laughs> but you know it's out there somewhere. The the forums where it were posted, where that it is was posted, actually, you know are what? Very gone. I have so, struggled. So you have. I mean, no, no. I I, I believe Alan because there's this one fan fiction that I read that was a Sailor Moon fan fiction from years ago. I have struggled and tried to find it. Like I have scoured the internet it is nowhere to be found and I will mm. never be able to read it again, which is disappointing, but oh well, maybe it's bad. I, Yeah. If you want to get sad, think of all the, like the old fan fiction archives we've lost with like the closing of like geo cities and yep. those types of places. <sighs> oh, it hurts. Yeah. The, actually that is where the fan fiction was from. That Sailor Moon fan fiction was on. Geo oh, cities. Is, every, no. is everyone ready? Is everyone ready for the, for, uh, uh, a tantalizing bit of information i'll, I'll send scared. you all on yeah oh, wait, wait. is everyone ready for this uh-huh. i have not i have not been able to find any of my fan fiction i have however found fan art that a regular reader has drawn of my bionicle characters shut <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well now you can ask them hey uh do you still have a bookmark to this fanfic <laughs> oh my god i'll so never find it <laughs> you'll never find it hey you want to feel i'm I'm so confident you'll never find it Uh, i'm i'm just saying it no that's fair but but alan it it dawns on me since we're talking about bionicle bionicle is technically 20 years old this year yeah and now we feel old thanks david hey do you know what else came out 20 years ago my not no well uh i was (laughs) i was gonna say master of disguise but (laughs) no Oh, anyway, dear. let's okay. What what fan fiction are we reading? We are reading a fan fiction, a creepy pasta fan fiction, spooky fan fiction about Madoka Magica. This is why Ravel's here. Which is okay. It was brought up, and and then Ravel is kind enough to join us. Wait, no, I found it. Hey, no one go looking for it. <laughs> oh Wait, my god, you found yeah. it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> It does exist. Nope. We're not doing this. <laughs> when Here's are we David, save that? me. End of all this can out. We, can, we, can we be here for the... Can we do? Can we read Alan's fan fiction on the next one, basically? I don't know. Sure. We'd have to hey, find everyone. It. Here's my, uh, here's my <laughs> PayPal. $5,000. All right. We're going to start a donation drive. Ooh, if we do a charity stream, maybe we can offer that as an option. Charity, oh my, my ass. You give me $5,000. <laughs> I am the charity. I mean, by that point, it is a charity. Alan, you're being charitable to us by letting us give you $5,000 to read your Bionicle fan fiction. Yeah. Charity is going to people in need who have their Bionicle fan fiction read online so they could go to Disney World and drink to forget it ever happened. <laughs> oh, my God. You can never uh, forget. So the story was submitted to us by our patron, Chris, uh, Christina Fick, who said that we are basically allowed to tear it apart and sent us three different uh, fan fiction, all of which have a Madoka theme to it. Now, normally we don't touch fan fiction on the show, but this is a patron and these do have a creepy angle to them. So, And we were basically given carte blanche to kind of shred it. So I'm sure we won't go that far, but uh, we'll see how we react to it. Um, but yeah, obviously we're taking a lot of pot shots at stuff already just by dint of it being fan fiction. But what can we say? We all have written fan fiction. Some of us have written fan fiction uh, that will 
only see the light of day if we give the writer $5,000. I'm just putting it out there right now. Uh, Alan's uh, pay, uh, PayPal will be in the show notes. <laughs> uh, so in terms of Madoka Magica, I think- After tax, $5,000. <laughs> I think most of us have only seen it once. Uh, like Alan, Sade, and I have only seen it once all the way through, right? Mm-hmm. A very long time ago. Right. And then I think Ravel has seen it the most out of all of us. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm going to be the one who's most knowledgeable about it, it sounds like. Because I would list it under one of my favorite anime, at least. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, David's never seen it before. I've never seen it. <laughs> and then David's never seen it, yeah. No. I remember I'm... one person's power was guns and there was a bad kitty. One <laughs> <laughs> person's powers was guns! <laughs> well, see, specifically, it was that she could slow time and she just bought, she just stole guns to use. Because, oh. uh, one person's a... power was stealing. <laughs> <laughs> I do know one thing though that uh, the in the uh, English version or not English version but the English dub, um, one of our uh, acquaintances or uh, someone we worked with, um, Sarah Ann Williams, does the voice of one of the characters. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, oh my goodness, you know her- which one? Blue-haired one, the Sayaka. worst girl. Yes, oh. <laughs> the worst. Everyone girl. in Fire Emblem. <laughs> oh yeah, literally everyone in Fire Emblem. Except Roy. No, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I'm sure anybody. There's probably gonna be a couple people who come after me today. What the fuck you call it? Say like a worse girl. But yeah, I, she was. She's my least favorite. Yeah, I know that uh, David also technically, quote unquote, sang with the English dub voice of um, Haruko, if I recall, that was her name. The the gun girl. Homura. Homura. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Christina V was the voice of him. Oh, yeah. I like to say, tell people that I sang with uh, Shantae, though. So, yeah. Subaru is the one with the blue hair. Subaru? And, 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 <laughs> did, you, did you just say Subaru? And, and Hyundai steals guns. Oh, so, our, and then, okay, what's the car version of Madoka? Uh, Mitsubishi. So we're so what you're saying is this is what we're gonna when we read this is we're gonna call Mitsubishi <laughs> Mitsubishi Magica yes and a cat who is no good but you don't learn that until like a few episodes <laughs> oh boy so how how are we gonna do this who well the story we there while we were sent three stories um, I actually asked Kayla to take a look at them and pick one and Kayla picked. Uh, probably the, the most lengthy of the bunch, which is called Weep My Lovely. I felt um, it won, like, uh, I did a quick read through. And from what I gather, there's there's a little bit of gore, but it's not too bad. And I feel like you could possibly read it and not need to know all about Madoka, but it's good to have that background. Maybe there might be something that'll come up that we won't know, who knows, or we need that. Um, I want to, yeah, what I want to know is how, if we're doing criteria of fan fiction, as we're kind of evaluating the effect of the story, how well does it work in a vacuum and how well does it work as a fan fiction, I think is why one of the things we're going to have to discuss. Also writing's talent too, or or not writing talent, that's me to say, writing, how how it works as a story. Yeah, like that's what I meant. Like if you're not familiar with the story or with the characters, does it still work as a story? If you are, does it still work as a story? Um, What uh, what kind of vacuum? You're perfect for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, who goes first? Who goes? And that I am a vacuum. Like a Dyson. <laughs> David said lengthy, chose the lengthier one. And I was like, oh no, lengthy plot, lengthy fan fiction. What is this going to be 20 chapters? <laughs> <laughs> it's six pages. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, but if depending on the fan fiction, it's 20 chapters are like maybe 19 paragraphs long. Is this a slow burn? Because... I'm not ready for that emotional trauma of a slow burn fanfic again. <laughs> I'm ready for you, said King DDD. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how you keep in mind in a, in a Kirby fan fiction, it has to be it has to be phonetically written out so it has King DDD's Texan accent from the four kids dub. Okay, oh, good. How, how do we begin this? Who's Madoka was scared. One day things were normal. She came home from school to spend time with her family. They ate, played a board game, then had us had story time before bed. Madoka had gone to sleep, wondering on the exchange student, the teacher, wait, 
has gone to sleep wondering how on the exchange student the teacher had teased about that day. Oh. I think it should be had instead of has. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's had. It's supposed to be had. This had. is a grab bag version of the popcorn style. So whoever wants to take the next paragraph. <laughs> Isn't the popular thing in fa- fan fiction now to write in present tense? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, it was intended to be because if you keep continue, it's all past tense. Yeah. It's just right. this one. Okay. The next, she woke to a place that wasn't her bedroom. It was entirely unfamiliar. It was a bedroom, to be sure. The bed was soft and comfortable, made of the highest quality materials. There was an armoire full of clothes that had been in her dresser at home, plus a few different outfits. A vanity dresser also sat opposite in the room, in the round room, everything somehow specifically made to fit into the place, into the space. It was lavish jewelry and ribbons that were somehow things that Madoka had always wanted. Yet there was something off. The walls, floor, and ceiling had a strange ethereal edge to them. The entire room came together at the top like a circus tent, yet seemed to have no depth, like they were somehow flat. She could swear the splattered rainbow of colors shifted when she wasn't looking, and there was the creeping feeling that someone, something, was watching her. Hmm. I, I heard the serial I always feel edge. like someone's watching me. <laughs> and I've got no <laughs> privacy. Oh. Oh. There the was. edge made me think, uh, just like, I'm already picturing this in like anime vision. Yeah. So like ethereal edge. I just pictured like this like gloss uh, Gaussian blur over like the whole screen. Yeah. yeah. I'm picturing Same. I'm picturing everyone as a bionicle. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that not what we were doing? Uh well, I mean what what how okay. I, I, I'm I think... trying to think of what would represent Madoka as a bionicle. God, we are so Would mixing you just not that... put, like lily dresses on the bionicle and call it good? Can I just imagine her as a Mitsubishi? Let's just <laughs> what? Yes. This sounds like terrible cars crossover fan fiction now, though. Let's now it's Transformers, that. Jesus. There was one door to the room. It was a strange affair with intricate bars that were connected by the same material as the walls. It had no handle, only empty slot for one. I'm trying to imagine this door right now. Wait. It was a strange affair with intricate art. I'm confused by this door. Like, okay, right, it's just, I guess it's a door that's made out of the wall, but there's only an empty slot in it. Okay, sorry, okay. I had to picture. My brain's like, why am I, I can't picture this for something. I, I'm struggling with it, yeah. Yeah. Madoka circled around the room once more, trying to find some incongruity she could use to unravel the strange mystery of where she was. Again, she found nothing. Her stomach suddenly growled loudly. She realized that she hadn't had her regular morning meal. There was no indication of time save for the hunger. Now that now that she thought of it, hadn't she just didn't she just wake up? Maybe she's just been walking in circles around this room for mm. for quite some time. I just the stomach growled loudly. What do cars loudly even eat? Feels feels <laughs> very anime trope. You know, you could just hear that distinct sort of. <laughs> Like gasoline? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Absolutely. Uh, I think it's Ravel. It's Ravel's turn. Oh, whoops, sorry. Her head snapped up as the door slowly opened with a soft squeal. She rushed over to the door, hoping it led to the outside where she could gather some semblance of understanding. Madoka blinked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap for Alan. Thanks, Alan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Guessing blinked her headlights. Guessing blink one eighty two was there. Yeah. No. Oh, no, don't horse. go there. No. Say it ain't so. No. I will not go. Turn the lights <laughs> off. Carry me home. <laughs> listening to this wondering why are they so disturbed <laughs> it didn't dawn me that it's an joke welcome to the newest episode of undercooked analysis where alan refuses to step out of any of the bits <laughs> <laughs> let's just say alan showed us a horrifying comic that was associated with um all the small things hold on let me let me hop on google 
Oh my, no, no, no. no it was her no. house. I'm not, no. I'm not sharing it here. I'm just going to tell everyone listening what they need to Google. No, no. no. <laughs> don't Google it. Don't. Just don't. If you value your sanity. If you value your sanity. This thing, someone fucking read. David, it's your turn. Uh, it was her house, but it wasn't her house. Everything, furniture, fixtures, walls, had the same texture as the walls in the room. There was nothing outside the windows but a dark emptiness. And at the table... Alan's worst nightmare. Puppets. Strangely oh! well-made... <laughs> Good! <laughs> Strangely well-made puppets. With drawn-on empty eyes. And smiles of her mother, father, and brother were propped up at the table. In front of them were empty plates and empty glasses. Empty chairs and empty tables. Wait, are these puppets, like, like life-sized? Uh... That's even more terrifying. I was just picturing, like, little, like, pile of puppets on the table. I'm, uh, I'm like, we're in Coraline now. Yeah, is this Madoka? Has Madoka been inducted by the other mother? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, is this that one terrible scene from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Is she going <laughs> to suddenly have to go into a refrigerator? Oh, no. <laughs> Set up in Madoka's spot was what looked like a real meal of rice, grilled fish, and miso soup. Oh, that sounds so good. That sounds very good. Maybe I'll make miso after this. Hmm. As strange as the scene was, Madoka felt her hunger overcoming her fear. Still, she cautiously made her way to their spot. Carefully sitting down, she brushed up against the puppet of her brother. He didn't move, like he had been glued into place. Madoka sniffed at the food cautiously before taking a sip of the soup. Her eyes opened wide at how delicious it was. It was exactly how she liked it. (laughs) Oh my! (laughs) It didn't take long until she fin- finished up the meal, took out her phone, and Googled Dolphin, Horse, and Blink-182. No! <laughs> she clicked I'm so- on the first Reddit link and was very happy with what she saw. <laughs> so sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hate you, Ellen. Also, hey, any kids listening, uh, reach into your parents' uh, uh, wallet or purse and uh, mail us their money while, while we're just, making just, our just while we're making card. our listeners do highly irresponsible things. Just, just, yeah. just comment with the credit card information. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we? Don't comment. It's Alan still turn. He he was supposed to, he's still supposed to read. Uh, man, I lost uh, before I. <laughs> I lost myself in the pit. <laughs> uh, uh, it didn't, it didn't long. take long until she finished up the meal. It was fantastic. Pure deliciousness. Everything Madoka loved in a breakfast. The best part of waking up is puppets at your table. <laughs> the best part of waking up is dolphin in your horse. Oh. Uh. You, you, you did this, David. I didn't even think about it. I just was like, oh, flick 182. And then I opened the floodgates open. Oh, you found the secret words. Nothing nothing in this fanfic will be more disturbing. This is where, like, there you go. It's true. Hey, hey, Christina, rest easy knowing that no matter how weird things get, this thing exists that Alan is talking about. I want to cry. No, I'm just deflecting. I am genuinely weird about the puppet thing, but, uh, yeah. David, it's your turn. Madoka licked her lips as she looked around the knot house. It all it all looked drawn on save for the open door to the bedroom. She got up to go to the porch doors. Her fingers traced along the pic- the picture of a glass door. She sighed, closing her eyes as she did so. Her eyes opened to find she was now standing back in the bedroom. The door closed once more. Is this a dream? This feels very dreamlike from what I'm Is this is this something that I mean... happens in Madoka Magica? No, no, no. But they do go into other worlds uh, to fight witches. Okay, that are so. Uh, I'm like wondering if maybe she's in one of those worlds. So essentially, Which what you're saying is, in this show, witches get stitches. They do. Witch- yeah, <laughs> they're also not like a traditional witch. It's, it's yeah. They, it's it's they've completely lost like their mind and they're uh like monstrous so but they call them witches okay yeah they're more monsters than witches i kind of figured i remember that being a thing because i thought they like fought monsters and stuff 
So I figured, which it, I figured because the thing is in, in a lot of these like anime, like they'll be like, oh, here's a general term for the monster. And it'll be something like, you know, like you said, like witches and it'll be, and I'm going to be like, oh, okay, that's like capital W witches. Like it's some kind of creature known as a witch. Okay. Yeah. So I have, it- I have to share. There's this one anime and it, and it was, it was a garbage anime, but one of the things I thought was the most hilarious was they classified like how powerful a monster was by naming it like after horror like characters and so there was like the Voorhees classification was the one that I remember the most what yeah so just Voorhees in like in the middle of an anime and it's like the fuck is a reference uh it was a garbage anime what was it called uh magical girl special ops Asuka something like that okay Huh. It was like it was it was a magical girl anime that was trying to be edgy by having lots of violence and fan service and guns. So I, you know, <laughs> I will say Madoka Magica is. I I do recommend it as an anime. It, yeah, it, it is a good anime. Like I don't remember much of it, but I do remember I enjoyed it and I I got oh, through good. most of it. Yeah. Well, that's I, the I thing. did get through all of it. Madoka was like the first <clears throat> one to to actually like kind of start breaking the magical girl trope. And so everything else that's now edgy magical girl has has come because of Madoka's success. But mm-hmm. it was the first, and I think they've done it the best, because uh, a, a lot of anime are just trying to copy that edgy appeal without actually like, okay, but your story and your character still have to be good. Do you realize this? You know? Right. Uh, yeah. And I don't remember when I originally watched it. Everyone being a car. So is that something they're doing for the fan fiction or? It's the the car. Oh God. Whose turn is it? I think it's Ray's turn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Madoka rested her head against the wall, sweat pouring down her forehead. It was all impossible, entirely impossible, yet here it was. Her sweat pouring down her forehead, knees weak, arms heavy, following her spaghetti. She wasn't sure exactly how long she'd been in the bedroom. Another meal had passed with the same not house, with the same puppet family. What was all this? I'm asking the same question. What has she done to be trapped like this? Separated from her family, friends, other people? She was alone. Still, she kicked at the doors, scrabbled her fingers at the edges. There was no give. Then Madoka jumped as something hit the wall hard from the other side. The wall shattered like porcelain, falling down into nowhere. In their place were golden wires that were too close together for Madoka to do anything but reach through. Oh, no. I will say that so far the writing is um, not bad. Sorry, I'm saying oh no because of I, I, the paragraph I'm about to read. Oh dear. Oh dear. She looked out and wished she hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> she recognized- I looked out and now I wish I hadn't. <laughs> um, uh, she recognized some of the people below her. Classmates, teachers, staff from the school, they were in an assembly line forcibly held by puppets and were being dragged down the line. Hey! <clears throat> yes. This is a cool dream. <laughs> I got a question. This is a Wait, cool my nightmare. <laughs> I think of one of the things I'm confused by. So the wall closes, she looks down forcibly held by puppets? Like, I think this part needs a little more description. Yeah. Also. Also, well, what I kind of, what I imagined was kind of like a, a tango line, but like there's a puppet behind each person that's kind of just like pushing them forward. So the puppets are alive? Uh, maybe. Yeah. And they're below her. So well, they're being like- held by the puppet. So maybe they're not alive, but they're being restrained with puppets. Wait, was she in a, an apartment? Did she live in an apartment? Mm. I can't remember. No, they. she had a house. So what she mm-hmm. it says she's looking down. Yeah, this I think this part would need more description because I'm kind of well. Th- this I think the, her bedroom. Oh, I'm just upstairs. picturing like empty space and you just like see a line void, void, void. Yeah, like, but that, you know, that, and you know would make it. I think void, a lot better. Anime void. But that that void needs to be described at least. That needs to be shown. Alan, what would and make you know this? What a lot I think better? would make it a lot better is if there were uh, no living puppets. Everyone's just being carried and, by horse instead on the slide. And uh, no, just no puppets. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because you don't like puppets. Uh, if there were, if there were no living puppets, living sentient puppets holding people down and doing people stuff, 
and uh, everyone was like giving Alan like a hug and a sandwich. That would, that I think would Ooh, make what? the story better. Toasted sandwich what? and some Baja what? Blast. Yeah, I'm gonna say, what kind of sandwich are we talking here? Um, I, you know, an Italian. What's your comfort sandwich? sandwich? Okay, I'd, Italian I'd say sandwich. my comfort sandwich is. Uh, I mean, well, you you know what my comfort sandwich is. I think we share a comfort sandwich, one we can't holiday have. San- holiday sandwich. Hell yeah. Oh, Alan, I love you. <laughs> Wholesome. <laughs> Uh, whose fucking turn is it? I think it's mine, right? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Madoka gasped and reached out as she recognized one person in particular. Sayaka. She was at the front of the line. No, Madoka reached her hand out desperately for her best friend, tears dripping down her cheeks. Subaru's gaze shot up to Mitsubishi. <laughs> Fear shining in her eyes. Oh, I'm so sorry, David. That's nah, fine. Uh, this is first... a cool story for me and David. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a question for those of you familiar with Madoka Magica, but I'm going to hold on to it until we get to a certain point. Okay. okay. The first scalpel sliced neatly through Sayaka's torso. Her body flailed, eyes widened in pain as she fa- failed to scream through the pain. Her insides were neatly scooped out and fell to the empty abyss. Sayaka's eyes grew dim and unfocused. Oh, that was at least she apparently died. Relative. I don't know. Madoka desperately hoped her friend was dead as her head was cracked open and her brain was scooped out. Oh, God. They didn't just, they're not, how? Are who's, there, who's, who's doing, doing this? this? Who's wielding yeah. the scalpel and the scooper? Yeah, need more description for sure. You know what I was picturing? I, I realized I have this bad habit of just like automatically filling in like the gaps in my mind and because I think very visually, but I was picturing like giant like gloved Mickey hands. <laughs> 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 just just the hands like floating doing their thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Time to take out your brains. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh god. Um Sayaka was then sewn back up before being tossed into a tub of some kind of viscous liquid. Okay, who's doing this? Yeah, I'm Why is this... the puppets. Where is this happening? Also, how does this... Okay, I'm waiting for the story to be connected up. some way canonically with Madoka Magica, besides just being like Madoka, the character Madoka is in a scary place. So far, it's puppets. just Madoka having a bad trip, and I have, I have no idea how this correlates back to the, the series. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. that someone apparently thought, hmm, how could I fuck with David King and Alan Cheney? <laughs> what what's, what's what's this what member somebody not like? What is, uh, well, is specifically, just, I mean, torch. Uh, it's uh, this is not. It's not um, bad enough yet that it's really getting to me. It's when it gets really gratuitous in its torture aspects, mm. and it gets really gruesome in that way. You know, if gotcha, there's gotcha. Uh, some very. Uh, forced uh straight romance later on then it'll also be torture for Lorraine. <laughs> yeah see that's that's ours <laughs> also also um anything involving eye injuries anything involving damage or anything to eyes gets me really bad oh. Uh, uh, oh my turn is it uh, yes then sayaka uh sayaka 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 sorry thank you uh, popped Super. out, limbs flopping like she was on strings from a new puppeteer. Her clothes had vanished, leaving her naked. It took a moment before uh, Mitsubishi realized that uh, uh, sun, sun, wow, sun kissed <laughs> had been modified in the liquid. All her orifices were gone, as though they had been sliced simply as the fuck. All her orifices were gone, as if they had simply been wiped away. As were the details of her body, such as the mole she hated on her shoulder. Who? The, the Madoka? Sayaka? I assume so. No, <laughs> Madoka always hated Sayaka's mole. She quietly resented Sayaka because of that fucking mole. And, uh. and her nipples. She flopped over to the last... I like that they, they they're, we specifically point out, it specifically points out this mole and, and her nipples. She flopped wow, over. Wow, good to see you, Sayaka. I just got back from having like some lumps looked at and you know, <laughs> maybe something to consider you doing. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <sighs> she flopped over to the last puppet in the line that proceeded to draw a happy expression on uh Sayaka's face. Oh, okay. So it turned her into like a like a blank person. So I assume she has no puppet. ears, no eyes, no, no nostrils, no mouth, and must She's- scream. 
Yeah. So they're, they're being turned into puppets, essentially. Yes. Madoka was very close to throwing up already. The sheer carnage in front of her was too much. So many people she knew and cared about were dying right under her, and she was helpless to stop it. Another explosion caught her attention. Madoka gratefully took the distraction and ran to it on the other side of the cage. We're in a cage? Hypothetical cage? I don't know. Okay, well, but- uh, well, I guess the walls broke away and she was in and it was wires. Well, it was wires. Yeah. So I guess it's a cage. I think what, okay. The, the one thing that's, that needs to be done to make the story better. Cause I don't know where this is going yet, but I know for a fact, describe your goddamn like universe a little bit better. It needs more description. Like I am trying to visualize this, but I can't fill in everything in my head like this. Sometimes a little bit is good, but we need more. Are we in a fucking factory? Is this a void? Like, who is moving them along? Who did this? Who cut her open? I need I mean, more. are they going to give it? I, I, there might be answers. There might not be. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. It sure is fan fiction. <laughs> make, make of that what you will. Whose turn is it? Uh, I think it's no. Wait. What? Hold on. I who I did the. I think it's thing. Alan. It's Alan's. Yeah. Okay. Where are we? There was the a girl. Girl, was, girl was, standing on the rubble of what looked like Mita okay. Kahara. Yep. There was a girl standing on the rubble of what looked like Mita. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Mita Kihara. Mitsubishi Middle School. <laughs> <laughs> Mitakihara Middle School's entrance gate. A blonde with dramatic curls dressed in a stylish brown and yellow outfit. The flower ornament in her hair was lovely. Okay, so we know who this is if you watch the show. Yes. Yeah, who is this? Uh, Uh, This is Mommy. She's like a a experienced magical girl that uh, Madoka and the girl that just was killed is like beat early on. She's the one who steals guns. No, no, she's the. She no. did have. Um... No, she could actually produce guns. Not you mentioned. Yeah, that. yeah. Oh, the next paragraph clears that up. Actually, it says kind of, <clears throat> there were muskets. One her hands aimed up at the sky. Curious, Madoka looked where she was aiming. Oh, it's my turn to <laughs> shit. Uh, her eyes widened as she took in a woman, as flat as the walls that caged Madoka. She was wearing a gothic dress. Ah, this is the gun girl. Her skeletal arms were locked by an old-style wooden handcuff. Her face, there was no face, or there should have been one, had was instead overfilled with, some, with a red flower of some kind. Around her danced a variety of puppets, some flat like herself, while others were more of the fleshy variant. I think this is the witch and not Homura. Or Homura what was her name? Yeah, the lesbian? Homura. Homura? Okay. The lesbian, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Okay, so this is a a witch of some kind. This is a witch, yeah. Okay. Uh, As to what looked like Miss Saotome had her head messily blown apart by a musket shot. Modoka froze if these puppets had been real people. Her family. Page break. Uh, Madoka shot straight up in bed. Her head shot around trying to figure out what had happened. What was going on? What was that thing? So many questions with no answers. And the few answers she did have, she didn't want. So it was a fucking dream. I don't know. Well, see, that's what I don't understand. That's so. That's a good point. When you start something with shot straight up in bed, you assume dream. But then she's like, when she's trying to figure out what had happened, it's like, well, but if you were sleeping, then nothing happened yet, right? I guess yeah. it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> 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 uh your turn david no it's no no it's alan's turn. turn sorry My yep. bad. uh she looked around at the sides of the room again the messy rainbow walls were back oh no she said the messy rainbow walls are back <laughs> <laughs> obstructing her view of everything outside of there yeah so now i don't know like that makes it even more confusing if what we just watched was like did she pass out from the shock and horror or what is it like a dream within a dream situation are we in we inception are yeah this is very inside vignette a dream inside a dream inside a dream 
Madoka was almost relieved. The nightmares beyond the walls were too much for her to truly fathom. What anything was, what anything was, was beyond what she understood. That's a weird sentence. Mm-hmm. What anything was, was beyond what she understood. The door creaked <laughs> open again. At, yes, Gracie. Uh, Gracie agrees with me. The door creaked open again as she looked over it, over to it. Her stomach twisted at the idea of having to face her family, her mother, father, brother, all gone, sacrificed to whatever that monster was and used as playthings. Are, are we talking about the witch? I think we're we're talking about like it, she sees those puppets. She knows that was once her family, gutted and turned into puppets. I think that's what that's implying. Okay. <clears throat> Madoka couldn't make herself move. She couldn't face them. She would prefer to starve than go. Hours passed like that. Madoka simply stared at the open door from where she was in the bed. There was nothing she wanted in that room. A blink was all it took. True love. Um, (laughs) A blink was all it took. Suddenly the door was open in the other direction. Madoka could see, even from where she was, that the location was different. The smell of tea wafted from the room. Wafted such a good word. Wafted is a good word. There's a couple of, like, good use of sentences. Yeah. It's like, uh, the smell of tea wafted from the room. That's a great sentence. Yeah. That's a nice little simple sentence. This is, it's still kind of in that, like, weird, vague, isn't this creepy vignette territory where I'm still, like, where I'm hoping there's a payoff. Mm -hmm. You know? Because right now I'm, I'm, I'm having... I'll be perfect. I'm having a difficult time staying interested in what's going on because mm-hmm. it's it's so vague. Well, it's too, confu- it's too confusing, to be honest. Yeah. It's just kind of like, isn't it creepy that this thing's happening? Like, I guess, but the con- I, I don't really have a frame of context and it's not just because it's a series I've never seen. Um, I'm just no, having yeah. a hard time picturing no, you, Yeah, even with like what we know of the series, it's like well, we, we have no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why would we drink tea? <laughs> <laughs> I always, for some reason, every time you bring up the cars thing, now all I can think of is the the this bit from uh, the Adventure Zone, and they swear that day that boy it turned, turned into, into a car. <laughs> uh, the Adventure Zone. <laughs> it might be safe at least your family shouldn't be there hopefully madoka was getting hungry and it didn't seem to go to her and it didn't seem to and it didn't seem to go to her house and even if it wasn't safe was it really that much better than where she was madoka displaying the uh the um mild jerison i don't know it should be it would it couldn't be any worse than where she was more than but yeah that's yeah yeah. yeah. Is, I think, what they were going for there. I think so, yeah. Madoka carefully walked towards in the door and peeked in. It seemed normal enough. A finely decorated apartment, though still the flat dimensions struck Madoka. Though still the flat <laughs> dimensions struck Madoka. Ow. I've been struck, <laughs> she said. That's <laughs> criminal. <laughs> 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 She felt like she should know this place. In the middle was a table set out with a tea time meal. A nice set of porcelain kettles and dishes were laid out. Food such as cakes and and pies set out and sliced into perfectly even portions. On one side of the square table sat a puppet of a girl with the yellow curls wearing the same outfit as before. Another side had a puppet with long black hair and a practical purple outfit, the face left blank. On the third side. Okay, Madoka so we have. Resisted. Sorry, uh-huh. sorry. I'm trying she to... stumbled in half disbelief toward the third puppet. There you go. It's a short sentence. That's fair. I was trying to make sense. So we have mommy as a puppet, who was the girl trying to save her earlier. Mm-hmm. And then is that black-haired puppet Homura? I assume so. Does yeah, she wear a practical like purple outfit? She she wears <laughs> she wears purplish. Yeah. Practically purple in every way. Uh, purple and black are like her main colors. Good color scheme, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's Alan now. Mm-hmm. It's Alan time. Oh. Sayaka. Her short blue hair was distinctive, though the outfit was unfamiliar. It was a strange affair with a corset and a cape, all blue and black, while a musical note ha- hairpiece laid in her hair. Wait. Is question 
Is is affair also another word for outfit or a strange? Well, yeah, an affair can re- refer to a a kind of like like an ensemble. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's another way where English is just weird mm-hmm. as a language. Yeah. Yeah. I just haven't u- heard affair used as on, an ensemble or an outfit or there, something. There are some weird details here that I'm not quite. Well, the, the musical note hair piece. That that's her magical girl outfit. Yeah. Oh, she, but why why don't they like I assume this is written for people who like Madoka would know that that's the outfit. I don't Maybe she doesn't. That's the I am like half getting the suspicion or like the way that makes the most sense to me at least is this is if this Dude. is supposed to happen within the canon, this is all happening before they like had any idea of what magical girls were and whatnot. Yeah, because they don't find out until they meet mommy and she didn't yeah. know who mommy was. Yeah. Okay. Mommy was the blonde, blonde girl with the muskets. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Madoka collapsed next to her best friend. Then she gave the puppet a rough, desperate hug. Its skin was smooth and cold like wood under her hands. The puppet didn't move from its sitting position, hands set peacefully on the table. Finally, Madoka cra- began to cry. The tears before had been desperate. Now they were grief. Her family was dead. Her friends were dead. Everyone she knew was dead. The end. Why? Why had this happened? Why was Madoka spared? What was with these elaborate mock-ups of places set like they were everyday scenes for Madoka's benefit? Wait. Yeah. Thank you for asking all the questions we have, Story. Yes. Yes. (laughs) She doubled over. Head hitting hard against the table as she simply let herself feel. I gotta tell you, how this looks in my mind is very funny. (laughs) (laughs) A car? Yeah. (laughs) Not even a car, just someone smacking their face into the table in front of them. No thoughts, just despair and a big loud bonk noise. Madoka jumped as something patted her on the shoulder. She shot up to find the black-haired puppet was rubbing her shoulder soothingly. It was Lightning McQueen. (laughs) (laughs) Follow your dreams, said Lightning McQueen. (laughs) This person... And also Tahu, the Toa of Fire. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) This person Madoka didn't know. Why was she the only one to move? Who are you? She dared to ask. Who, 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 who? I really want to know. She followed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The dark windows began to show a scene like a television. Suddenly, as if looking through someone's eyes, Madoka saw a disastrous scene. Desolation everywhere. A battleground where everything was destroyed. On one slab of concrete, Madoka stood, saying things inaudible to her. The person looked down at her dress. The girl's dress before messing with the shield on her arm. A black gem on her hand glowed ever so slightly. The scene changed. <clears throat> it was now third. <laughs> third? What? Mm. Okay. It was now third person. <laughs> Looking down at the girl as she laid in a hospital bed. A black egg-shaped jewel sat in her hands. It cracked once, twice, three times a lady before exploding in a blast <laughs> of black. A swirling vortex flowed from it. A gothic dress forming. Sorry I've been, if I've been heavy on the jokes and bits, everyone. I read the Bible before this show. <laughs> God, uh, so I'm trying to... I feel like, uh, like, which girl? Who is the girl? You know, again... Maybe we're seeing... Because, okay, so David wouldn't know this, but the nope. magical girls, when they become tainted, they turn into witches. But then the magical girls have to kill, right? right Mm -hmm. so i'm wondering if like what we're seeing is what we saw was through the girl who this current witch that is i guess messing with her if we were seeing through her eyes and we're now seeing like when she became a witch right it's like a fucked up version of the ghostbusters (laughs) no but that's why i feel like it's confusing like which girl like you can't this I feel the like it's thing with writing. You can't, you can't, you gotta make it obvious when you start using descriptors like that. Uh-huh. Like, who are you talking about? The man, the girl, the brunette. Like, you just, you can't just do that. It, it gets way too confusing. 
So, 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 David, uh-huh. when you become a Ghostbuster, <laughs> it is heavily implied that eventually you are going to die and will have to be busted by your friends, <laughs> the previous Ghostbusters. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, that's not a, not a terrible comparison. Mm. Would it be in really bad taste then if like in the new Ghostbusters movie, the ghost of Egon shows up? And they have to bust him. I think it would be funny. (laughs) (laughs) But again, I I want to see Dan Aykroyd bust the ghost of Egon. (laughs) Which book in the Bible or the whole damn thing? Um, I read the shit out of the Bible, um, which is why I'm really goofy and hungry. (laughs) Did you learn anything valuable? Um, I learned these sweet tarts ropes are really good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, where where are we? Oh, I think uh, it's David's turn. Is it? Um, I mean, I could read. It. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Another. Yeah, sorry. Everything was black once more. Madoka looked back at the puppet of the girl. I I don't understand. I think Alan's gonna hate this. The puppet shuddered before it leaned forward and brushed her face against Madoka's. If the puppet had lips, they would have kissed. Mm. <laughs> it was only a kiss. I just, I just, I'm sorry. The fact that you pre- like preface that with Alan would hate this. <laughs> oh, Puppy kisses. <laughs> Puppy kisses. No offense uh, to the writer. But an alarm what if this, from- what if this story uh, <laughs> ate a dick? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> like it's only because your story remove, has puppets in it. You just it, remove the puppets. Yes, yeah. Like just remove God. all the puppets, and you'll. <laughs> what if we read the word puppet as puppies now? Puppies, yes. Sure. Will that make you feel better, Alan? Yeah. That everybody's let's, let's getting horribly tortured and killed, and when they come out of a viscous fluid, they're puppies. Yes. They're At puppies. least puppies are supposed to be alive. <laughs> No, I just and a, this really sad, cute puppy not looking birthed from face. the terrifying mind vagina of Jim Henson, <laughs> America's greatest monster. <laughs> wow. Tell us how you really feel about Jim Henson. He just did. Dead. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. What? How dare you? How dare you? Oh god. I hope he's having alarm... fun with Hitler in hell. Oh my god. Whoa. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> An alarm from somewhere blared. The girl puppy shot up into the air. (laughs) Madoka followed it to find there was no ceiling and her strings as they were manipulated by the monstrous woman in the gothic dress. Wait, what? Okay. Madoka followed it to find there was no ceiling and her strings as they were manipulated by the monstrous woman in the gothic dress. That's a really confusing sentence. I think maybe the, 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 the thing, the puppy is being controlled by the, a giant version of the gothic woman. So the witch is... All I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman. A giant woman! Oh my god. It's my theme song. Uh, <laughs> Madoka now noticed chains on the woman as they were being pulled. Is that also a witch thing? No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the witches have their own powers, so I guess that's each one is also like very distinctly different in appearance. A witch could have chains on them, but yeah. Uh, I think it's Alan's turn. Yeah, Alan. No, please <laughs> don't go. <laughs> Nadoka shouted at them. Say it ain't so. I will not go. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much right now, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone for enjoying my last episode of Undercooked. <laughs> 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 I love the fact that like so many if people have not left because um they saw the the Blink 182 thing have left there may be more that have left because you said that Jim Henson's now with Hitler and now more have left because I have said that I hate you Alan Cheney. How dare this bitch say she hates Alan Cheney? He is America's greatest sweetheart. How dare you? No, I, I, I think I chose violence on today's episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's true. Yes. Before this uh, started, I enjoyed 30 milligrams of the Bible and uh, just decided <laughs> just to really, really make myself the villain of this, this show. 
We're almost done. No, please don't go, Madoka shouted at them. Wait, don't leave me alone. Don't go. Turn the lights off. Carry me home. <laughs> go, David, <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that if you read the Bible, it just turns you into the kind of person that makes you want to ruin everybody else's fun. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of in a weird mood tonight, I think. Uh, the puppets didn't help, right? Yeah. David. No, the puppets are... I'm really... It's the puppet Ajita and the Bible and... <laughs> David, for the love of God. Think about... Alan, if it helps, think about CM Punk. I was think about the same thing. What think about CM Cocaine Punk Bear. <laughs> cocaine Bear? What? <laughs> two, the two good things that happened yesterday. Hey, anyone new to this podcast, did you enjoy any of this? <laughs> <laughs> the... <laughs> Did any of the previous sentence make even a lick of fucking sense to you? Um, this no. one's for the enfranchised listeners. Uh, uh, the woman okay. and puppet vanished into the blackness around the room. There. Madoka stood, shocked. She, hesit- she hesitantly wiped her eyes with the sleeves of her shirt. When she opened her eyes, she was once again in the bedroom, but now in the middle was a table. All around it, the puppies of her family, her Aww. friends, her teachers, all sat at attention, tails wagging as if they were waiting for her. This is so wholesome. <laughs> this mental image you've given me. Madoka Mado- <laughs> stared. Then she laughed. Once, a couple of times, there was a torment of gut-wrenching laughter and barking. Happy yelps. <laughs> It never stopped. There. We're done. Yay! Yay! There was no payoff. I think it was supposed to be just a nightmare. I don't I I don't particularly enjoy stories that are just it's a nightmare and you'll never wake up. Yeah. I mm. I there needs to be I don't know. It it seemed like it only even with my understanding, it seemed like we, it only was tangentially related to the source material. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. If if there had been some, like, again, I'm just like, who was the witch? Because the witch, spoiler alert, is a girl, right? It's always a, a normal girl who becomes a witch. Right. So is it just an OC? Like, you can't, like, even as a, a, a Madoka story, you gotta have that where did the witch come from i feel like i don't know yeah i just we need uh, more- I, I i like i like the concept but especially i if feel this, like it just doesn't work especially if this was one of the timelines uh, that where um i am blinking on her name uh homera uh like was trying to stop i mean that could be an interesting take yeah i 100 percent uh, assumed it was going to be uh homera who was doing all this yeah uh, so I don't, same. like that threw me when it's like no no no, she's here she's a puppet you know uh maybe it is supposed to be her but again we don't when you use the description the girl i don't know what that means you know are we talking is it the transfer student like that please <laughs> who was the girl that she saw in the hospital bed i don't understand i'm so lost i don't even know how to rightly evaluate this i really that. it i really think like now that i'm thinking about yeah i think it's just Coraline to be honest. I think it's the story of Coraline, and the other mother is other Homura, I, I think. And, you know, uh, the puppet was other Homura, I guess. And Homura's evil transfer student. That's, that's, <laughs> what, I'm, that's what I'm gathering from I this. completely forgot only- about the fucking transfer student detail. I think it was, like, an original witch, and it was just kind of, like, she's not even a magical, Madoka's not even a magical yet, and it's just, like, But it evil- seems weird to say gothic, because Homura has like a gothic motif, yeah. right? So, so you're gonna say there's two gothic girls. That's also strange. And again, unless you're gonna focus on this this OC at another point, then it doesn't work. I feel goth. But again, if it, if it was just Coraline with Homura, then then it makes perfect sense, and you just need to actually make that more clear. You know, I think goths everywhere. I we... think that was the biggest issue. Is like nothing was clear enough. Yeah, more description, more it, details. It, to me, it just kind of seemed like. To me, it just kind of seemed like vague, spooky imagery with like a, isn't that spooky vibe? And I'm like, yeah, sure. But that 
I don't have any stakes in any of this. And even with, with the context I've been given, I still don't feel like the stakes are that high I because I don't have, like, we, we don't understand the situation. I, is Madoka in any real danger? Or is this all just some weird dream? Is anyone outside of her even yeah. real? Or are they just mm-hmm. illusions? And if, like, like, if, 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 here, if here's Homura the other was reason. In... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You go. No, I was going to say, here's the other reason it has to be Homura. Because otherwise, it makes no sense that Madoka would not be killed. Like, yeah, that's you know actually, exactly what I was just about to say. Yeah. So it, it has to be. It, it's Coraline with, with Homura. That's 100% what I'm, I'm getting. Like, there's two Homuras. There's the wholesome puppet Homura who's still as a semblance of humanity. And then meanwhile, she's turned into a witch uh, in this. And that's the antagonist. But again, you got to make that more cl- obvious and clear. Mm-hmm. And I know this writer can do descriptions. I mean, in the beginning, there is actually some, uh, you can actually see some good descriptions here and there yeah. popping up. We need more of that. <laughs> like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I need more details. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you if you think you'll hear back from uh the writer on this. Like I would love it. I would love it if they would confirm. Is the witch Homera? <laughs> like, please. I have to know for the sake of my sanity. <laughs> or is it an OC? Please. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm well now I'm curious too, because again, it sounds like with more for, for y'all with more context, it would be a little more satisfying. Yes. Yeah, because then, like I said, it, if it was, and I feel like it could, like the putting Madoka in a cave, like yeah, like all of this just strikes me as it has to be Homura. You know, it's just evil Homura also has a puppet of herself to throw you off or something. I don't know, but it also makes sense why she was the one showing why she was the only one, puppet who could like still move. You know, mm. does uh, Homura have feelings for Madoka? Yes. yes. It is strongly hinted. like big lesbian energy. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is strong. That's why I was like, what's the name of the lesbian earlier? Okay, because I was also getting that, with, that's that, canon. Yeah. with that in mind, her an evil version of Hamura would be like, I'm gonna keep you basically in this like puppet dollhouse thing and and essentially psychologically torture you because I'm obsessed with you and one of you know that that feels like it's possessive. Okay. So, so does anybody mind spoilers for the movie? One of the movies nope yeah i've seen the movie but if this has something to do with the movie uh why didn't she just use the avoki uh that allows uh you to spread understanding okay i'm just commenting on the fact i'm like wait what (laughs) maybe i didn't see the movie um well there's two movies i saw the second movie uh, the other other movie that was me continuing to be the villain of this show i'm sorry that's what i figured okay yeah that's what i assumed because i am but i had not seen the first movie because it was basically just a recap of the series so i saw the second movie which is a continuation of the series but uh but homer does go full evil yandere kind of in at the end of that movie so like that's what i assumed it was like uh the continuation of that but more evil maybe potentially so i'm I'm sorry i i i get where you're i get it but like i'm still losing my shit because it took me a full like five or six seconds for it to kick in what alan was talking about that we had gone back to bionicle and i'm like oh yeah like yeah i had no idea i just assumed it was bionicle but i was like i'm not gonna say anything the kanoi evoki yeah anyway yeah worn by the toa takanuva God the damn it. Of light. <laughs> because light spreads understanding, you see. Yes. Okay. Well, maybe there can be a Madoka and Bionicle crossover pick somewhere. This goes that, over. That sounds like it would help. Maybe someday we'll just, Alan and I can just have a, a deep dive discussion about Bionicle. Well I, well, I mean, if we're reading fan fiction now, Alan. <laughs> Alan. Someone, uh, someone starts. Hold on. Let me check my PayPal account real quick. <laughs> Nope. Freshest <laughs> <laughs> uh, readings, I guess. Um, I will give this story a. Um, I will give this story a blink out of one eighty-two. I hate you so much. I just, I just started hating everyone today. It's that kind of we're we're bringing some weird energy to the table tonight. Hey, Ravel, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh no, I just figured this was how it usually was. This is fun. <laughs> oh no. No, it's kind of a weird night. <laughs> it is kind of a weird night. Um, you know what? I will rate this as making up a song about Coraline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, playing the piano 
with the voice of one of the Johns. Uh, that's, um, thank you for making it wholesome again. I think I'll give this a uh, a full tub of viscous puppet fluid. Yeah. I used to play bass for viscous puppet fluid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give I'll give this five cubes. Just five cubes. Oh, very upsetting. I'll give this a uh, I love a I standard Matoran out of a possible Toa Nuva. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alan, remember when they were called Tohunga? I do. Yeah, this I, I just I just wanted to say, mention that I don't know why. Um, anyway, hey, thank you, Christina, for being willing to share this with us. Um, and be, like on all honesty, I I hope you enjoy us reading it and giving our honest opinions. I deeply appreciate they were willing to let us have our honest opinions on this very very strange uh, episode. Um. Uh, Ravel, thank you for joining us last minute. Yeah, I was going to say major kudos to anybody who is literally like, here, here's my fan fiction, tear it apart. Like, honestly, don't, don't, like, my, my advice is like, do not stop writing, keep going, always yeah, write. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I wrote fan fiction years ago, and I feel like my writing has become so much better because I wrote fan fiction and then I mm-hmm. continued from there. Well, fan fiction is a superb outlet. I wrote a ton of fan mm-hmm, fiction mm-hmm. when I was like a teenager. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never wrote any. Um... <laughs> Unless you send him $5,000 and then maybe. <laughs> it's possible he wrote a fan fiction. Then we will uh, rewrite time and uh, go into a, a timeline where Alan did write fan fiction. Yeah. We'll we need a really rare body. mask for that. <laughs> um. One composed of the six great Kenoida. Anyway, um, plug, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's that. It's that time. Uh, hey, uh, if you want to be brave, like Christina, and send us stuff. Although we we might be a little more. Uh, I, I, we don't just want to read fan fiction. I know the reason this was submitted to us is because it's got a horror bent, but you know that's fine. If you want to submit some some spooky horror fiction uh, to us to read, our inbox is open. You can email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com and we will uh, take a look and potentially read your story on our podcast with your permission. Uh, if you are a patron of ours, the uh, patreon.com slash midnightmarinera, uh, you, and you get it at any level, uh, we will attempt to, as best we can, uh, prioritize your story. Uh, Christina is, has, is a patron and has been long overdue for this, but mostly I wanted to make sure we had a time. We actually had enough people here who knew what Madoka Magica was. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, which, which helps because I've never seen it. So I wanted to make sure it um, got the, you know, the care it deserves in that respect. But yeah, if you want to do that and you can hear the Choice Dregs segments we do before that, and you can also hear um, a lot of extra stuff that we've kind of saved up over the years of having uh, this this and Midnight Marinera as podcast. Speaking of which, the home of this podcast and uh, Midnight Marinera is a creative horror network. You can go there to check out The Witching Hour and Trick or Track and Darkly Lit and the, these these two shows that I just mentioned. Yes. At creativehorror.com. At creativehorror.com. Dot com. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Creativehorror.net. It's dot com. Uh, yeah. Any? Yes, we're done. So, uh, turn the lights off. Carry me home. Oh my god. There will be no carrying of anybody going. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of Creativehorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>